Hey, listening friends, I'm your host and coach, Laura Malone. As an entrepreneur and leader, wife and mom, teacher and creator, I am showing up to share possibility with you and help you find vision and wisdom because you deserve to be equipped and released as the hero of your own story. Coaching really does help you change your life. And if you want to know how to guide yourself and others well, I created this podcast just for you. It's a place where you can grab tools, teachings, and ideas for both personal and spiritual growth, as well as entrepreneurship and coaching, if that's your thing. So as you listen in, I pray I can help you create a legacy of impact and really start writing the story of a life you love living. Now let's jump into today's episode. You know, mental functioning is so difficult these days to have a healthy view of it, be aware of it on the middle of everything else that's going on in our life, right? So today I just want to give you some simple ways, I don't know, it's like 15 ways that you could do something to actually, to level up mentally. So first, this is one of my favorite things to do, get in a flow. Do whatever you have to do to actually get into flow. Like, I don't care what you want to call it, state of flow, um, flow process, whatever it is. But what can you do to put yourself in a situation where your brain is so focused and so intent on, on doing something? Like playing the guitar, play it for 20 minutes, zone out everything else. It's such a beautiful thing to do. When you go, you just start strumming, put everybody else outside, you know, shut the door, lock the door, get in the closet if you have to, go downstairs, go outside, or get in the car and actually just don't drive. Sit in a parking lot. I don't care. Make yourself look stupid. But let your brain get into a place where it's focused on just one thing only. Maybe that's writing a book. Maybe it's journaling. Maybe it's um, talking to the Lord. Maybe it's, it, it's solitude though. Do it alone. A state of flow is you're so focused on one thing and you, everything else disappears, right? But then you have to do the things that actually help that happen, right? Turn off all the sounds, shut the doors. So do what you can to set yourself up to get kind of into a flow and, it will actually help you mentally uh, balance things and develop a stronger mental health status. Do things like puzzles and brain games to learn new things, mental exercises like logic problems, spatial reasoning, um, dexterity challenges. Write some things with your left hands. Just go for it. Who cares? Throw it away. It doesn't matter if it's good. But you guys, you know, I like the uh, Wordle, W-O-R-D-L-E, where you get six tries to uh, come up with the five-letter word. I try to do that every now and then. It's actually a place where I take a brain break from everything else by using my brain. Um, Get curious. Try experimenting with new things, like do something you've never done before. Maybe you want to start baking sourdough, like my sister-in-law dead. Just crazy, beautiful sourdough. Why? Just because. And then send me some. 
uh, knitting, macrame, and cross stitching. Oh my gosh, they're all making a comeback. They're all over Pinterest. Urban Outfitters, like you can see them everywhere. They're beautiful and they're modern. They're cool to do now. You can create your own app, learn how to code on the computer or like a sport. My husband literally picked up ice hockey after 30 years. And that doesn't just make a difference physically, but mentally his brain's functioning higher because of all the challenge and the um, hand-eye coordination that needs to be happening and things like that. So find something you don't know how to do and just go do it, you know, join a group of people that can help you, you know, humbly learn something new (laughs) after all these years. Also develop critical thinking skills. Get more curious about whatever's in front of you. Get more awareness. Ask really specific questions every time you approach something like you're reading something, you're in a conversation, somebody's sharing something with you, you're uh, maybe you're out in a social situation. Start identifying things and actually use critical thinking skills. Let them come to the front. They're like muscles. Practice them. Grow them. Uh, Take a daily walk without any sound in your ears. Leave your devices behind. Don't plug in a podcast. Leave out your AirPods and just walk and look up. Don't look at where you're walking. Look up. It's so important. Hello. I'm not, I'm not going to harp on how nature is really helpful for you, but by the way, like um, nature is really helpful for you. Okay. Then turn off all the notifications. Only do what you mean to do on your devices so you don't get sucked in, right? (laughs) You could even do a device detox. Fast your devices, like maybe once a week, you know, maybe it's on Sunday, maybe it's on Thursday, or turn off all of your notifications one day a week. Give your brain a break from all of the things coming at you and get specific about what notifications you allow on your phone, your computer, all of it. Your brain is not functioning at its best when it's constantly being distracted and pulled away from all the important things that you need to do just because of a ding, a chirp, or a bzzz, (laughs) like put it away, right? And then I would say brain food. Eat the things that actually are good for your brain. Things with antioxidants. I say just go to Costco and buy like seven containers of blueberries. The big buttery ones. Oh, so delicious, right? But do the things that actually assist you in taking care of your brain. Um, there's a big thing for me, desensitization. I think it really messes with us mentally. Video games, especially violent games and violent TV shows and violent news. All of the crisis, lessen that. Let there just not be so much going on, right? And pay attention to anything that you're letting be input into your mind and your eyes that is actually causing you to be more desensitized to reality. And that is actually pulling you away from being a more compassionate, empathetic person. And stimulants and depressants, legal or illegal, like let them become a thing of the past. If something is part of your occasional MO, like be very mindful of what what you're taking in 
when, and what kind of effects it has on you. Because besides, you know, killing cells and causing harm to your body, stimulants and depressants, they actually create false truths and false emotions and alter your perspective and reality. So you don't actually see things clearly. And they can also open doors more spiritually that you really want closed. And I'm not coming at this like from a, um, a stance of condemnation because I love a nice glass of Chardonnay and I like my coffee. But I am po- pointing out that if you want to operate at a higher capacity and become a higher version of self, stimulants like coffee and Red Bulls and depressants, including wine, all of that stuff, it doesn't help you wake up in the morning vibrant, ready to accomplish and you know anything from the ve- best vantage point. I love my coffee, but I also know too much of a good thing is still too much. And then add some things into your routine that you're good at so you really get a good sense of accomplishment. It's, I think that's just so helpful for your mental status to feel like I've actually accomplished something today, even if it's I strip the bed, wash the clothes, and put the bed back together. Ooh, look what I did, <laughs> you know? Um, give a temp- attention to the things that you've accomplished. Like really look at them, make a checklist, journal it, be grateful, whatever you have to do, but definitely give it some attention. And um, do what my dad does. Look in the mirror and say, man, I'm good looking. I might have changed one of those words in there. Uh, Boost your confidence by actually speaking life over yourself and looking at yourself in the mirror and looking into your eyes and speaking into your soul. You really are talking to your soul and your brain when you look in the mirror and speak life. Okay. You're also speaking to your soul and your brain when you speak death. Anything opposite life is death. So make sure that what you're saying is true based on the word of God. Okay. And then maybe try reducing the decision fatigue in life by like deciding ahead of time what you're going to eat for the week or where or when you're going to shop or do the laundry for the week. But go ahead and put it all on the calendar. That's going to help you really level up mentally by reducing decision fatigue on the daily. And the last thing I'm going to throw out there is to do things rough the first time, rough and raw, and give yourself permission to edit it. If you've got to get something you need to get done, um, be, decide that you can always do it wrong the first time, better the second time, and good enough the third. And get over the idea that you need to do anything perfect the first time. Or like my mom would have said, do it right the first time so you don't have to do it over again. That's exhausting. Come on, give me some help, you know, some grace. Kick that out of the door when it comes to doing something new. Now, my one caveat is yes, you know how to load the dishwasher correctly, so please do it right the first time so I don't have to redo it again in order for things to actually get clean. But that does not apply to the things that you're doing for the first time, or you don't know how to do, or you don't know how to do well yet. Give yourself yourself some grace on it. So this just sums up some of the ways that you can actually help yourself level up mentally. Some of those things, you know, they're removing something. Some of them are things to try. Some of them are things to add in. Some of them are just things to shift. But I pray that at least one of them spurs an idea that you want to grasp onto in order to move, you know, just towards an extraordinary life story that you're capable of writing. Okay? All right. Bless you, friends. Till next time. I 
so appreciate you as a listener. And if you are looking for a community of like-hearted believers who love all things coaching, be sure to jump into the Christian Life Coach Collective Facebook group. Do you think you might be called to become a certified Sterling and Stone Life Coach? We'll learn more about the Greenhouse course where you can get trained in just 10 weeks to start building the foundation of your coaching practice. All the links you need are in the show notes. Happy story making.